You're listening to sermons from Crossroads Community Church. You can find out more information about Crossroads by visiting our website at crossroads.cc or by visiting us on Sunday mornings at 1420 Lakeside Drive in Yorktown, Virginia. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Well, Happy New Year, Crossroads. Uh, so excited about this new year. I just want to first tell you how much I love you and um, just so thankful that you're a part of our family and even those who have been joining us online for this year or this past year or a couple years, we're just glad that you're with us as well. Um, it's been a good, good year. We had a great year in 2022, and I really, really look forward to this year. Uh, we had, we've had some huge celebrations. We've had some really tough, um, heartbreaking moments that we've walked together through as a church. But um, I just... I just love you, and I'm excited about 2023. Starting a brand new series next week called Expectation. I hope that you'll uh, join us for that uh, as we truly lay our expectations on the only one who can fulfill them, um, Jesus. So hope that you'll join us for that. I want to share a quick talk with you this morning as we walk into this new year uh, to just kind of help us reflect for a moment on the past year and also look forward to this year kind of as a group, but also personally and um, I was thinking this week about pictures and just kind of thinking how pictures are, you know, they are these snapshots of things that we can look back, we can remember the moment, we can remember the day and who we were with and what happened that day. It's always exciting to look back at pictures and it should be easy for us to take pictures. We all carry a camera with us everywhere we go. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, I, I haven't ever really been that good at taking pictures uh, we depend on people like you to help us. We'll, you know, we'll be um, home after some kind of big event, a birthday party or something, and say, man, well, I wish we would have taken some pictures. Uh, but thankfully, uh, many of you do. I wanted to share a few pictures with you of some things that have happened in our life that are special and unique. And when I look at the pictures, I truly remember back to everything about that day. The first one is a picture of our, our wedding. This is uh, Heather and I on our uh, on our wedding day, um, I, I married my sweetheart, my high school sweetheart, and uh, I don't think you can really tell that by my face. I wish I would have smiled, but um, I don't know. I just didn't. Um, maybe because this was like long before we had digital cameras and you had one picture, you know, you, the bulb exploded and you only had one picture to look at. But I, I truly remember that moment. I remember the day. I remember... Uh, the feeling of nervousness I had when I woke up in the morning. I remember my dad standing beside me. I, I, I remember the doors opening up and seeing uh, my soon-to-be wife walking down the aisle with, uh, with my soon-to-be father-in-law. And um, just everything about that day was just so special. When I look at this picture, even though my face doesn't show it in the picture, I truly was excited about that day. So we think about pictures. The next one is a picture of... Uh, our family, my, my kids playing in the snow. Uh, this was a long time ago. We don't, you know, we don't usually get a lot of snow around here. I, I love snow. How about you? I, I love snow. Um, our family loves it. Well, this was many years ago. Our, our kids are adults now, but we always really made the best of snow. When I see pictures of us in the snow, I think about us building snowmen. I think about us pulling, you know, we, I, I used to love pulling my kids on sleds and I'd hook them up to the lawnmower and pull them around the road, you know, and let them sled. Um, we'd make snow screen, no snow screen, <laughs> snow cream in the evenings uh, and just enjoy that. But um, 
you know, I would freeze to death outside. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I would do it a million times. I don't, I don't particularly like cold weather. You may not know that, but I, I like to be, I like for the weather to be hot. Um, but I would freeze a hundred times to be able to go back and have some of these moments again with my kids. Uh, I truly miss it. Um, the last picture is a picture of our, um, our vacation that Heather and I took together in September. This was our 25th anniversary. And, uh, you know, we've been married 25 years and we hadn't been on vacation by ourselves since we had kids. And so we celebrated our 25th anniversary in Florida uh, in Clearwater. It was just amazing. And when we got home, um, you know, one of the things that my wife and I said is that we will never go on vacation with anybody ever again, except just the two of us. But anyway, you think about all these, these pictures build memories for us. And so today I want to just kind of share some uh, snapshots in the book of Joshua. Uh, I, I love Joshua chapter three, chapter four, I love chapter two. Um, but it all kind of comes to a place in chapter four that I want to spend a little time on today, but we have to understand what happens in chapter two and what happens in chapter three to really understand what's going on in, in chapter four. So uh, you've probably heard this story before, but uh, the Israelites under Joshua's leadership are just about to cross over into the land that God had promised them, the promised land. And as they're getting ready to do that, uh, Joshua takes a moment and he sends two spies over secretly to, you know, to go over, look over the land, especially, he says, look over Jericho. And the spies, you know, as they're over there, they get found out. They begin to be pursued by, um, by the enemy. They wanted to be, you know, they, they didn't like the spies in there. And so they went and hid in a prostitute's home named Rahab. And um, as they were there, one of the, I think one of the coolest things that happened is you know, of course, the, the spies come to the door, and Rahab makes some excuses, and but she has a conversation with them a little bit later when they're alone, and she says, you know, I, uh, we all know what God has done in your life. We all, we all know what God's doing for your people. We, we heard about the Red Sea. We heard about Egypt. We heard about the, the way God uh, laid out those plagues, those ten plagues, and we know that this land, Rahab says, we know this land is is your land, and God's going to give it to you. And the people are frightened by that. And so uh, the spies leave, and uh, they head back to Joshua. And when they get to Joshua, um, they give a report of where, you know, how everything was going. But then, get this, I want you to see this. I want you to see how God's favor continued to be on Joshua as a leader and uh, the Israelites themselves. So they push right up to the Jordan River. They're about ready to cross over. And uh, Joshua says, you know, at the night, he says, prepare yourselves because we're, we're crossing over tomorrow. And uh, <clears throat> so the next morning comes and he, he gives them this great speech. He lines them all up. He tells the priests to be in the front uh, to carry the Ark of the Covenant and lines everybody else up behind them. They're facing this river, the Jordan River. And he says, we're going through it. And I just can imagine, you know, as they're walking towards this river, the priests and then everybody else in line, like, uh, really, Joshua, we're, we're going through this river, you know. And the Bible says in an incredible way that the moment that the, the feet of the priest dipped in the water with the Ark of the Covenant, that the water went up on both sides and made a clear path for them to walk through. Uh, incredible. It's cut off, and they begin to walk through. And 
we see that God had a purpose in this. I mean, imagine that happening, something like that happening in your life. You'd want to remember that. And things have happened in your life this past year, or maybe in your lifetime, that you should remember. And that's where the story really pushes us. It pushes us to remember the things that God has done, to share them with others, to tell them. So as we kind of look back at this last year, let's remember some of the things that God has done in us. We want, to, we want to remember these things together. All right. So it says here in verses 1 through 8 of Joshua 4, it says, When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you, and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the twelve men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, Go over before the ark of the Lord, your God, into the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on, on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of, Israel, of the Israelites, to serve as a sign among you in the future. When, you tell, when your children ask you, What do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua. And they carried them over, them over with them to their camp where they put them down. So we basically pick up as the Israelites are passing through the Jordan River and arriving at the other side. A river that was once full of water, uh, has now had water gathered on both sides. They're walking in the middle of the river, and uh, there's a commandment, or God gives further instruction for the priests that are holding the Ark of the Covenant to stand in the middle of the river with their feet planted firmly. And so as they step in the water, the water parts, and they walk to the middle, and they just stand there. And God says, now take uh, 12 different men who represent the 12 different tribes of Israel, have each of those men pick up one stone and carry it to the other side. Lay it down on the ground on the other side so that, uh, that, so that that's where you'll lodge tonight so that we will build this memorial or remember forever what God did today. So that when your children ask, uh, when you have an opportunity to tell a story, when people point to those stones and say, what, did that, what do those stones mean? Then you can tell them the story of what God did. Don't ever forget what God did. Did. But here's the point here. Uh, when God is doing something and we see God do something, we should remember that together. And this year, this past year in 2022, I, I, um, I, there's so many different things. I could tell you, uh, I, could, I could fill the rest of this, this evening telling you all the things that God did in 2022 at our church. And just, here's just a few that I'll go through quickly. The big give. God, um, God pressed on our hearts, the hearts of this church, to give um, over $100,000 that was used for missions to bless our community, to bless our world in 2022. It was incredible. Uh, I, I had this picture also of being in Nicaragua, this team of 14, and um, I was teaching. Um, we're, we're under the sun. The, the floor is just a dirt floor. Uh, the people are hungry in their bellies. They're even more hungry spiritually. And 
our team began to share testimonies. Um, some began to sing. Others played the guitar. Uh, we began to share what God had done in our lives. And then I stood and taught. And I'll never forget opening in prayer. And as soon as I began to pray, everybody in that entire church stood up to honor the Lord as we prayed together. And just, man, the tears just began to flow down my face. Um, we have seen uh, some of our church family this year care for other family members in our church who have just experienced tremendous tragedy. Um, you cared for them, you loved them, you prayed for them, you cried with them. Uh, I think about Easter, last Easter, and this you know place being full, uh, and just people here to, to worship the risen Savior, and we had baptism, and there was a uh, some teenagers that wanted to be baptized after service, and we joined together over here to do that, and families and other teenagers stood around to encourage them as they were being baptized. And then over on this side of the room uh, was a family who had just lost their son, and our church was standing around them and uh, praying for them and crying with them and caring for them. So on one end, we were celebrating as a family, and on another side of the room, we were walking with a family in tremendous tragedy. Um, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that in 2022. Um, the baptisms that we saw a couple weeks ago, uh, a young man with who's, who's a young adult at our church and all of the other young adults standing around and supporting him, uh, a young man who was just a few months ago was an atheist who's given his life to Christ and just is on fire for the Lord. We've seen people step up in groups I think about Owen getting baptized, um, just his reaction when he comes out of the water, this child just so authentic, you know, he just went, yes. Um, I'll never forget those things. Men's retreat, women's ministry, our kids on stage doing Bible verses, ASL, our students forming their own worship team. That's just a few of the things, just these stones of God's faithfulness and remembering what God has done. And we're supposed to do that together. And so I hope that today uh, you're remembering all that God has done at Crossroads this year. I'd love for you to, to share that with us. If you take a moment and if you just send me an email, you know, Aaron at crossroads.cc, and just share a story of what God did uh, here at Crossroads that just meant so much to you this year. And let's build up those stones of, of remembering. Uh, then we see, um, you know, not only do we remember all of that together, but we also remember what God has done personally for us personally. In Joshua 4 verse 9 says, Joshua set up the 12 stones and had been, that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. Now the priests who carried the Ark remained standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything the Lord had commanded Joshua was done by the people, just as Moses had directed Joshua. The people hurried over, and as soon as all of them had crossed the ark of the Lord, and the priests came to the other side while the people watched. So you see them remembering together, but you also see Joshua here taking a moment himself, and he takes time to remember what God had done for him personally. And as we have just now finished up this, this year and walking into a new year, to remember what God has done for us personally. I can, I can picture Joshua, as everybody's watching, he's picking up a stone and he's placing that stone 
in a place where they would remember it forever. I can hear him saying, thank you, God, for what you did here. Picks up another stone. God, thank you for what you did in my life. Picks up another stone. God, thank you for parting the Jordan River. He picks up another stone, and he's just walking through all of these stones of God's faithfulness that he had seen in his year, uh, you know, over and over and over again. He's laying them down. And so this year, as you, this past year, as you think about what God has done in your life, what has God done for you personally? Remember those things now. Look back because when, when things in your life get tough, when things in your life get cloudy, when things in your life get, uh, you know, get stressful, uh, and sometimes you begin to wonder, like, where are you, God? If you can take a moment and look back at the stones of God's faithfulness in your life in the past, it helps you walk through those moments of God's faithfulness. And then last, we remember what God has done for a reason, so others will know about our great God. So verse 19 says, On the tenth day of the first month, the people went up from the Jordan and camped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the, the twelve stones they had taken out of the Jordan. He said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask their parents, What do these stones mean? Tell them. Tell them. What does he tell them? Well, verse 24 says, He did this so that all the people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. And so one of the reasons why we remember, one of the reasons why we reflect now on this past year and think of the stories and remember the stories of God's faithfulness is so that we can tell them to the next generation. So you tell them to your children. Um, those children will then tell them to their children. This is what God has done. This is our faithful God. This is God's mighty hand on us. It says also here that the stones were set so that they may fear the Lord their God. So by remembering what God did on that day, it should restrain us from worshiping other gods and constrain them to stay in or abide in the service of the one true God. That's why we tell the stories. We remember what God has done for us together. We remember what God has done for us personally and we remember for a reason, so that others will know about this one true, mighty, amazing God that we serve. Tell the stories. Tell the stories to people. Tell the stories to your friends. Tell the stories to your children so they'll know about God's faithfulness as well. Again, if you just would take some time, uh, maybe today, maybe it would do you some good to just write it out. Uh, send, send me an email. Aaron at crossroads.cc and just say, this is what God has done. Tell your story. This is what God has done in our church, or this is what God has done in my life, and I want to make sure that the story is told. Writing it down could be um, healing for you right now to be able to remember what God has done, to see those stones of God's faithfulness in your life. Maybe when you look ahead, you think, man, uh, where is God? But when you look back, you see Him. You see his faithfulness and all the stones that have been laid. So I'd love to hear your story. I'd love for you to write it out. I think it would be good for you as we start this new year as well. Thank you for uh, joining us um, this morning. And I just want to pray for us as we, 
as we close out this past year and walk into a new year together, as we remember what God has done in His faithfulness. God, thank You for Your incredible love, Your faithfulness to us, the way that You have worked in our church this year as we've, we remember these things together of all of Your faithfulness here at Crossroads. And God, for what You've done for us personally, um, for being our salvation, for being our cornerstone, for being with our families, for walking with us in the hard days, for sending us family and friends to walk with us when things are tough, for answered prayers. God, we thank you. And God, help us to tell these stories of your faithfulness so the next generation will know. And God, we thank you. And we love you. We look forward to uh, this new year with great expectation. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Again, thanks for joining us this morning. Happy New Year, and we'll see you next Sunday as we start our new series, Expectation. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from Crossroads Community Church. If this message was meaningful to your life, please let us know by sending an email to office at crossroads.cc. You can also watch our services live every Sunday at 9.30 and 11 a.m. or visit our campus in Yorktown, Virginia. If you would like to connect with us, fill out our Connect card by the link in our podcast description. We hope you have a blessed week and we can't wait for you to listen again soon.